Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. Today's another AMA episode. That is, ask me anything. I'd love to answer your questions. And if you have a question you think is going to be of broad interest, send it in. I'll answer it live on the air. Send your questions to victor at victorjm.com. That's victor at victorjm.com. Today's question comes from Ramon in Los Angeles. He asks, I have several investment properties with reasonably low debt at less than 50% loan to value and a debt coverage ratio of greater than 1.6. With interest rates so low and the potential for inflation caused by central bank currency printing, I'm considering refinancing a few properties to increase their debt to 70% loan to value or a 1.2 debt coverage ratio. In addition to letting this potential inflation help wipe away the debt over time, I'll get the added benefit of pulling cash out to take advantage of opportunities which may become available if distressed sellers start to sell and foreclosures begin to hit the market. On the other hand, by doing this, I would be adding risk by increasing my debt service at a time where there's downward pressure on rents and increased rent collection risk. What's your perspective on responsibly loading up on as much low interest debt as possible? Well, Ramon, this is a great question. Money always comes to you in one of three ways. It comes in the form of earned income, residual income, or capital gains. And the choice of how much debt to take on is going to influence where you're going to get your income from. Is it going to be earned income, residual income, or capital gains? If you take on more debt, the residual income from the business is going to go down. A lower debt service and a higher debt coverage ratio means higher cash flow for you at the end of each month. If your goal is cash flow, then taking on more debt is going against your residual income or cash flow objective. But if you're willing to defer a portion of the residual income in order to grow the portfolio and ultimately increase the total portfolio, it could be a winning strategy. Let's look at the long-term implication of inflation. The government pumps printed money into the economy. That means the newfound money is going to be put to work, and that usually drives an increase in prices, one way or another. Even when inflation has been reported to be below the quote-unquote target of 2%, we've seen many segments of the economy where prices have increased faster than 2%. Borrowing as much as you can for as long as you can, assuming, of course, you remain the right to repay, can be a very effective strategy. And you're right in saying that you are taking on a bit more risk. So I'm going to make up some numbers to create a little bit of a fictitious example. Let's say you've got a portfolio of $10 million, and you're going to refinance the portfolio to increase the loan-to-value ratio from your stated 50% to 70% you're going to take on an additional $2 million in debt. The debt coverage ratio might fall from 1.6 to 1.2, and you're quite right in pointing out that the lower debt coverage ratio does have more risk associated with it. The risk is that the portfolio might experience negative cash flow if you have something unexpected happen. Maybe tenants stop paying their rent. You might be able to lock in a lower interest rate than you had before, so the refinance could be beneficial even without increasing the loan amount. But let's say you increase the loan amount to the maximum loan proceeds with a debt coverage ratio of 1.2. It's not just the loan amount that matters. A longer amortization period will also lower your monthly payments. If you're able to increase your loan term to the longest possible and the amortization period to the longest possible, you may be able to make up for the reduction in cash flow. You may also want to consider a non-recourse loan. At 70% loan to value, you may qualify for an agency loan from Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac with a 30-year amortization. You may also qualify for a HUD loan like the 223F, which has a longer 35-year amortization. It has a higher debt ceiling of 85% loan-to-value 
and a lower debt coverage ratio minimum of 1.18. Now, I'm not a mortgage professional, so you always want to be working with your own local licensed mortgage professional. I'm only giving you ideas of things you could explore. The advantage of a non-recourse loan is that if you had a problem on one property, it would not take down your entire portfolio by virtue of having signed a personal guarantee. Now, let's say that the cost of servicing the debt's gone up. So you're now going to borrow an extra $2 million within that $10 million portfolio. In our fictitious example, this will give you the ability to put down up to $2 million on a new property, which would significantly expand the portfolio. But as you rightly pointed out, you would be taking on more risk. So what if instead of sinking all $2 million of the newly refinanced money into a new project, instead, what if you invested only $1.8 million? You could put the extra $200,000 in a reserve account to protect the portfolio from any short-term cash crunch. It's there if the need arises. It's going to require a lot of discipline not to spend that money. By maintaining higher cash reserves, you improve the safety of the portfolio across the board. It's a war chest. It's something that you can use to protect the entire portfolio should things go bad. And we've certainly seen things go bad in 2020. Could happen. We could see more surprises in 2021 and beyond. So borrowing additional funds to buy another project is a great idea. And if you can increase your war chest, your cash reserve on your balance sheet, you could have the best of both worlds. You could improve the safety of the portfolio and at the same time acquire another project. It's a great idea to refinance, borrow as much as you can for as long as you can. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. Talk to you again tomorrow.